right, turn to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. I got a word for anybody, somebody, everybody. Revelations, or, or Philippians chapter 4. Look at verse number 19, one verse. I want to say, uh, when you, you see something, the word, and, and, it, and, it gets, and it gets a hold of you, it's called, it's called revelation. It, it, gets, it gets birthed inside you. A lot of things you can read, hear me, but not have revelation on, and it doesn't mean as much until you get revelation on it. That's why it's important, as Dwayne's saying that, the Bible says so, so it's important to read the Bible every day because it is living. Everybody say it's living. So when the Bible is living, you can read something one time, read the same thing the next time, and it speaks to you differently. Isn't that right? So Philippians 4.19, I got a revelation is what I'm trying to say. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Everybody read that out loud together. Read. And my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You may be seated. I want to preach source of the resource. Tell your neighbor, there is a source of the resource. Everybody wants resources, and God can use many avenues to give you the resources, but the Word teaches he is the source. So to understand that, you got to understand that uh, uh, Paul said in Hebrews 12 and 2, he said, when you look unto Jesus, he is the author and finisher of your faith. You realize then he is the source that started something and will complete it. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 17, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and it comes down from the Father of lights, whom there's no variation nor shadow of turning. So where does every good and perfect gift come from? Above. It comes from God. He is the source. Though God uses many avenues of resource, He is the source, right? In Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus told John on the Isle of Patmos there, He said, John, He said, I am the Alpha and Omega. Jesus started fraternities before there were fraternities. He said, I'm the Alpha and Omega. Keep your name simple. Just call it Alpha. <laughs> alpha means in the Greek alphabet, it means beginning. Omega in the alphabet means the ending. So like our alphabet, it really means A and Z. So what Jesus is telling John, he said, I am A, B, C, D, E, all the way to Z. I ain't saying all of I might forget, you know, but, you know. But he is the alpha, but he is, he is everything associated with every word in my life. And he went on to tell John, he said, I am the ending because I'm the beginning. 
So we know that he has many avenues. I'll keep saying this the whole message. He has many avenues of resources, but he is the source. And the reason I'm going to keep repeating myself on that is all of us get caught up in putting our eyes, our faith, to be fixed on the resource. But my question is, what if the resource runs out? If he knows the end from the beginning. There is a reason why in the beginning he spoke to things that were nothing and made something out of nothing. Why? He spoke resource into the earth. But he is, y'all are slow, but it's worth waiting on. You'll get it before it's over. He spoke resource into the earth. What do you mean? He gave every tree every herb, uh, uh, the ability to produce seed after its kind, right? So that is the resource. So he gave the earth the ability to have the resource, yet he was the source, right? When he made everything, he spoke to it, the water, and, the, and said, I want you to produce all the livelihood of the water, fish. And he looked at the earth and spoke into the ground and said, I want you to produce the, the everything out of the ground that produced life, like cattle and every living thing that would draw from the resource of the earth, but yet he be the source. Now, the, the old revelation, we all know it, but it's still worthy to say it, is that when he made us, he made us and had to speak to himself. Y'all got that revelation years ago. So he had to speak to himself, but because you got that, some of y'all have forgotten it. Because you've got your eyes on the resource. Some of y'all think your job's the resource. Some of y'all think the government's the resource. Some of y'all think your paycheck's the resource. Some of y'all think your boss is the resource. No, that's none of your resource. That's an avenue to the resource. But God is the source. And so when he got ready to make you, that's why he spoke to himself. That's why you and I have got to always go back to the source because i got to depend on the source. That's why Jesus said, without me, you can't do anything. Now, some of y'all got too much of yourself in you. I said, some of y'all got too much of yourself in you, and you think you don't need him. But you forgot the reason you're breathing right now. You forgot the reason you got a heartbeat right now. You, you, you forgot the one who gave you the breath in your body right now. You forgot it was the one who woke you up this morning and, and got you ready today. That's what you always can never forget. He is my source. There are many avenues of resources. And yes, we're supposed to have resources, but I can't do it without the source. Now, now write the word source down. The word source means from a place where anything comes from, watch, that is obtained, a place of origin or its beginning. Write it down. Anything or place from which something comes from arises or is obtained, beginning or place of origin. So if it's a place of origin, it's a place where everything started from, right? Are y'all with me? So if it's the place where everything started from, then I always got to remember, and when, I, when I run out of, thank you, 
When I run out of resource, I got to go back to the That's why I am a tither. Let me just hit on that for a second. I, I'm a tither because money is a resource. But some of y'all love it so much, you do evil things for it. But the Bible didn't call money evil. The Bible said if you love it more than you love God, Jesus said, how can you love me and mammon? You can't love both of them. You're going to have split loyalty. Y'all ain't hearing this. This is good preaching right here. You got to think this morning on this message because it's split loyalty. Now you put so much trust in the resource you forgot where it came from. So if I am a tither, I have completely surrendered all the resource back to the source. That means I will never, I don't care if you believe it or not, I know what I'm preaching. I will never run out because he doesn't run out. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to teach you something right here. Remember, remember in Genesis, God said, I'm going to destroy the earth. Remember he said that? He said, but Noah found grace in the eyes of God. And God told Noah, watch this, before rain ever pitter-pattied on the earth, God said, Noah, build a boat. Noah built a boat by faith because nobody ever seen rain. Noah built a boat. You imagine they want to put him in a crazy house. He's building a huge ark, specifications written out by God. Didn't just build any boat, but he had to build a boat that could hold stuff. Resource. Right? But I don't think you've ever noticed this. I don't think you've ever noticed. Some of y'all might have, but I have never noticed this. Never. It's in Genesis 7. When God started telling Noah, and y'all will say this because you know this part, because you know the, from the movies and the stories and Bible stories and Sunday school, he brought them two by two. Y'all remember that, y'all? Male and female. But you better break this down. It wasn't just two by two. They were unclean. He told Noah, get seven clean animals of every kind. Seven clean birds of every kind and put them on the boat with you. Then he said, two male, female, unclean, two at a time. Are y'all with me now? It's in the Bible. So this, this, what really got to me was this. Who's the source? So when Noah, after 40 days, 40 nights of rain and, and all that, and, the, and God sends the wind and, and, and the, uh, the water recedes back, and, and Noah takes his first Step on trialing. He is now back to a place of resource. Because resource comes from where? The earth. Are y'all with me now? And what's this? What does Noah do? Noah does not start taking from the resource. Noah takes clean animals. You don't eat unclean animals. You eat clean animals. Y'all got that, right? So Noah literally says, 
I'm going to take my provision. I'll let that revelation sink into some of y'all because some of y'all are getting that. I'm going to take my provision. You don't eat unclean animals. The unclean animals were not to, for them to eat. The clean animals were. So he said, I'm going to take the clean animals. And the first sign that Noah realized who the source was, was he built an altar. Y'all ain't hearing me. See, when you build an altar, you are declaring to God, you're my source. When you build an altar, you are declaring to God, I need you, God. When you build an altar, you're declaring, God, I can't make without you. I know i got to find me a place right off the bat. If I had come off that boat 40 days and 40 nights of rain with a bunch of smelly animals, I'd have ran crazy. My God, fresh air. But Noah was thinking about the source. And Noah builds an altar and does not offer unclean on it. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't even thinking. Why didn't he offer the unclean? Because those he were not going to eat, so it wouldn't have been a sacrifice. It's easy to let go of things you think you don't. And then declare you worship God. Whew. This is hitting some of y'all between the eyes. I can't help it. Because when I'm a tither, I'm declaring, I know I need the first ten, but it ain't mine. It might be a resource, Carlo, but it ain't the source. So Noah takes the, un or the clean animals. Watch what God does. How many of y'all believe God can smell? I said God can smell. Yeah, yeah. He offers up the clean animals as a burnt offering. That declares to God, God, I trust you now as the source of my provision. Because I am sacrificing what I was going to sustain me and what I was going to live by and give it to you. As that smoke is rising up from the altar, the Bible says God smells a soothing aroma. love reading the Bible, man. God smells. Mm. Noah saying, God, you're my source. God immediately says, this is going to blow you out of that seat right there. God immediately says, I will not curse the ground anymore for man's sake. I'm trying to pour this revelation in your head right here. When he said, I'm not going to curse the ground for man's sake anymore. Watch this. It said in Genesis chapter 3, the ground was cursed. The ground was cursed because of transgression. Right, y'all? But when Noah came back, why? All of them are dead. Noah's family is the only ones that survived. God's got to restart. See what hits me right there, y'all. How many of y'all want to restart with God? 
If you restart with God, you can say, I want to start over, God. Anybody want to start over? I want to start over, God. I want to do this thing right now in order. I want to come out first, build the altar. I want to give you first what's yours because that says you're my source and all this resource is just an avenue. But the resource can change, but God, you don't, right? So Noah offers it up. It smells good to God. And God said, I will not curse the ground for man's sake forever. And God said, what's this now? He said, now seed time and harvest. Cold, winter, summer, night, day, whatever, shall not cease as long as the earth remains. So what are you saying? Here's what I'm saying, y'all. If God is our source, we can never run out of the resource because he said the earth is always going to produce after seed time and harvest. So if I'm sowing seed, guess what? I'm getting a harvest. You know why? Because when my seed hits that ground, it declares God is my source. It declares, God, everything I have is yours. It's, it's the source. It might be an avenue of resource for me, but God, if you're the source, I give it all to you. But people in religion don't understand this. Because in John chapter 7, the Bible says when Jesus stood up on the last day of the Feast of the Tabernacles, when they did religious function and religious formality, and they would go down to the pool of Siloam once a day, and they would fill up water buckets and bring it back to the temple as representation of the Old Testament, how God brought water from the rock. God, I'm preaching born. Y'all can even get this right here. So watch. Jesus says he stands up at the last day watching religious people do religious things and still not be in the source. And he said, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Well, wait a minute. They got buckets of water. Right? And they're doing religious things. But Jesus stands up and shouts, if anybody's thirsty, there's a million people in Jerusalem. He stands up, hey, hey, I see y'all running around. But if anybody's thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Remember the woman at the well? And she's there to get water. Remember that, y'all? And Jesus comes by and says, give me a drink. She said, you're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. We have no dealings with each other. Watch. And Jesus said, if you knew. If you had revelation and just quit coming to church. Doing religious formality. And still leaving empty. Dissatisfied. Frustrated. He said, if you only knew who was asking you for a drink, you would ask of me, and I would give to you living water. What's that? He points to the resource. The resource is the well. And he said, woman, you can drink from that resource, but you will thirst again. Y'all ain't hearing me. You can drink from that resource, but it's temporary. He said, but the water I'm trying to get you, what I'm trying to get you to drink 
is tapping not into the reef. It is tapping into the source. Y'all ain't hearing me. Why are you still satisfied by drinking from a resource when you got access to the source? But people don't understand this. Remember Mary walked in the house, y'all, in John 12. Remember, she walks in and she is saved up for a whole year. Spikered. Expensive oil that she brings in an alabaster box. And it's precious because she's taking her sacrifice that other people can't understand because they're going, why is this woman giving a year's wages? It's a waste. But she don't see giving a stream of resource to the source as a waste. So she breaks open the alabaster box, pours the oil. Y'all didn't hear me. Jesus said, the Bible said God smelled a soothing aroma. When did God smell that? When Noah said, God, you're my source. And now in the New Testament, because some of y'all thought that was just Old Testament. Now in the New Testament, Ken, she takes what is costly expensive a year's wages now y'all ain't getting that what would happen if you took a year's wages people would call you loony they would say they lost their mind that's what they said to the woman y'all put yourself in 2012 when people give to God, I ain't talking about just money. I'm talking about when they surrender their life and say, God, my life is no longer my own. How many of y'all say that? I just better get many hands because I'm about to hammer y'all right here. Y'all say, well, my life's not my own. Yet we continue to do our own thing. But yet still come to church. But we leave church still not giving anything back to God because we got to do our own thing. She walks in and gives a year's wages. The Bible said the whole room was filled with the fragrance. God smells it. I wonder what God smells on us. Does it smell Dulce Gabbana on you? <laughs> Dolce. <laughs> I can't help that. Does it, does it, does it smell uh, Armani on you? What does it smell on you? Does it smell that God in your life, you're saying to God, you're my source. This is just a resource. Of all these streams of things are resources, right? What did he say at the beginning? Everything in the earth is a resource. But I am the source. I'm going to help you now. Because source means what? A place where anything comes from that it originates is obtained 
a place of origin, right? Now write the word resource down. I'm almost done. The word resource means a source of supply, a support, or an aid. So if it is the beginning and the place of origin, the resource now becomes a support or supply, but the supply can run out, right? If the supply is not resupplied, it will run out. Are y'all with me? But the sort that you tap into never runs out. Now he said, my God shall supply. My God shall supply. The word supply means to cram, to furnish, to complete. So if God's saying I shall, shall supply, I'm going to cram, I'm going to furnish, and I'm going to complete. But wait a minute, that's a resource. So God says in Psalms, if I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you. Why did God say that? Because he's the source. So God says, if I'm hungry, I ain't going to tell you because I'm the source. But when we're hungry, we try to find a Resource. We'll run here out of resource. We'll run here out of resource. I said God used many avenues of resource, right? But he's the. So God said I will supply all your need according. myself and pull from my resource. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. God said all the silver is mine. All the gold is mine. The cattle on a thousand hills are mine. Elijah, there's going to be a drought. Or until you say it's going to rain, it's going to be a drought. So Elijah, go down to the brook. Everybody say resource. Go down by the brook Cherith. For I have commanded ravens. Everybody say resource. To feed you there. Elijah goes down to the resource. Thank y'all. He goes down to the resource to wait on the raven that is a resource to bring him food. Are y'all with me now? Now, Elijah is operating in a kingdom principle that obedience is better than sacrifice. So he obeys God. And he's walking by faith. So when you walk by faith, 
It is better than walking by sight. But we walk by sight. Our sight affects our faith. And when our sight affects our faith, it affects our ability to trust the source. That's why the writer again said, Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. So if I look, start looking at other places, it's going to affect my faith by what I see. So Elijah's in obedience, is in faith. Watch now. It's, the, Bible says, the Bible says now he's receiving water from the brook. He's receiving ravens, bringing him food. Now, this is a pretty good system right here. How I many of y'all believe that's a pretty good system? But then all of a sudden, the brook dries up. Say reset. The ravens quit flying over. Say reset. Now, at that point, most of us stubborn, hard-headed folk would stay right there and go, God, you sent me here. Where's all the resources? But God says, that's just a resource. I am the So God says, if you believe me as source, get up and go to a widow, say resource. I have commanded her to feed you. Now watch. She says, my resource is limited. Are y'all getting anything yet? My resource is limited. All I got left is a little bit of flour and oil. I'm going to gather sticks. I'm going to make one last biscuit, and me and him are going to die. Because my resource is at its a resource. God, this teaching can keep going on and on forever. Because everybody was looking at Elijah as the resource. He was just an avenue. What happens when the resource dies? Then you've got to move on. Y'all ain't hearing me. You've got to move on now because Elisha's now stepped up. That's called the plan of succession. 
So watch now Elisha's now in the place of Elijah. She runs to Elisha and says, my husband's dead resource. I don't want to slap somebody. My husband's dead resource. So he said, he said, well, now he feels the pressure like I ain't your source. That's how people feel sometimes on their job. They think, they think the guy over them is their source. He ain't your source. He's just a resource. Why do people go out and kill their ex-bosses and employees when they get fired? Because they think that's their source. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm preaching better than y'all thinking right now. They go postal on you. The reason people go postal is because they think their source has been cut off. Y'all heard something really sad, really sad from Junior Seau when he committed suicide. 43 years old, successful in football, all pro, Hall of Famer, had his own restaurant, his own foundation, helped youth in San Diego, lived there all of his life, great influence, had great influence, great influence. And why would somebody 43 years old, for everything in the world you think going for him and kill himself. See, nobody understands that. They, they did interviews all week, Greg, with former players and players that played NFL. And it is sad to hear some of these comments. The comments are, you know, you know, after your career is over and after that adrenaline rush and after those four hours on that field and after that you've, you've had the accolades and you're led a level of it. I, can't, I know I can't understand because I've ever played pro football. But, but watch this. But see, the problem is, is that now people are saying that when they retire from football, they don't know what to do with themselves. See, that's drinking from a resource, but not tapping into the source. My life ain't over if I ain't a preacher. This ain't my life, a microphone, a rag, and a Bible. Are y'all hearing me? I got more in me than that. You got to understand something. That if you think all this right now, your job and your man, what if you get a divorce? What if she leaves you? What if he screws another woman? Y'all don't like preaching like this. I'm sorry. But people say it. I can't live without her. You're a fool. I know you loved her, but there's about a million other ones that look just as good and will treat you better. I don't. I'm just trying to treat, preach reality to y'all. Y'all think everything's in one basket. You think you can't make it without this, and I can't make it without that, and I can't live without this, and I can't live. You ain't tapped into the song. He said it'll supply, cram, complete, and furnish. What do you want me to do? what Elisha said. Well, he's a prophet. She, he's probably going, pray over me. Speak a word into my life. Well, here's your word. What's in your house? Hey! What's in your house? I'm almost done. She said nothing but a jar of oil. Everybody say, resource. 
What's in your house? Nothing but a jar. I wonder what's in this house. I was leaving the prison Friday night. We're in five of them, six. We've had some, you know, that's had to transition, some. Uh, uh, I'm talking about guys that were going and preaching and ministering. I had to leave, and some of them, you know, left, and whatever. It's all good. And, and, I, and I looked at, uh, I looked at uh, uh, one of the guys, matter of fact, Henry. Henry Evans is over there at prisons. I said, Henry, why don't we get some of these guys at New Hope that say they're called to preach. Now, I'm being pastoral right now because i got every right to because I'm a pastor of this church. I'm not a guest evangelist. I'm still here. I'm not a prophet coming through and prophesying over you. I'm still here. So I said, when we get some of these guys, man, that are called to preach, he said, Bishop, I've tried. He said, when I go to them and say, hey, man, we need you involved. No, man, that's not my calling. I've been doing this 25 years. Is your calling just right here? So everybody can see you. You got a microphone in the Bible, baby. You it, you it, you it, you it, you the thing, you the thing. I stood in a, I stood in a nursing home because of a calling. I stood there in front of four people that all they did was drool and sleep. I'm being ugly, I'm being truthful to you. All they do is drool and sleep, but I preached to them like I was preaching to thousands. I prepared, I prayed, I went in there and saying, God, give me a word for these people. I transitioned to the prison. I went in that prison every year, three years, every Thursday night, whether I preached or not. I was there with those other two guys. We rotated. I was there. They were there for me. I was there for them. We are still like that today. Why? Because we support each other. We were on a call, on a mission. It wasn't just about who was going to preach that night. It was about who's got the microphone, who's got the attention, the applause. It was about, wait a minute, what's in our house? See, we got a lot of stuff in this house. We got a lot, a lot of stuff in this house. But we ain't got no people that figured out somewhat that it's not just the resource is the source that supplies the resource and if you ain't gonna do it baby God will take it to somebody else and raise them up and they'll do it why because you ain't the source he is <laughs> what do you want me to do what's in your house nothing but a jar of oil everybody say weasel I'm almost done. You're about done. You're about done. Elisha says, go borrow. <laughs> y'all don't know? Empty vessels. I thought y'all read the Bible. Go borrow empty vessels. Everybody say, resource. Not just a few. That means, that literally means, get as many as you can get because I'm the source. They bring the vessels in. The source starts flowing. The source starts flowing. The source starts flowing. The source starts flowing. And the source keeps flowing until the resource stops. Y'all ain't here. 
Job lost everything in a day. You think you had a bad day? He lost his children. He lost his houses. He lost all of his animals. He lost all of his profit. He lost all of his provision. He lost all of his prosperity. But what Job didn't lose was the ability to go back to the source and worship him. He said, naked, I came into this earth and naked, I'm going to leave. But what Job said, you can't take from me is my ability to go back to the source and worship him. His wife said, you're a fool. He said, you're a crazy woman. Don't you know God has got the right to give it and God's got the right to take it. But blessed be the name of the Lord. So when God realized in Job that he put his faith not in the resource, because if you and I lose something, we get depressed, we want to quit, we want to give up. But baby, as long as you stay connected to the source, you ain't never going to lose. You ain't never gonna lose. So what God did for Job, when Job thought he lost in everything, God said, Job, let me show you something about the source. When you're down to nothing, God's up to something. He's moving, he's shifting, he's changing. And the Bible says in Job 42.10, God restored the losses Job had incurred in his life. And God gave him double than he had at the beginning. Y'all better hear me preach. God said, it ain't the beginning, it's not the start, it's the latter, and it's the ending. Because he's the end from the beginning. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. So God said to Job, you realize I'm the source. And the Bible said, what separated from Job in relationship and acquaintances, God brought them back. That was just an avenue of a resource. But God was the source. And what they came back with, carnage, wasn't a pat on the back. They came back with a piece of silver and a piece of gold and blessed Job's life. You want to help somebody when they're going through grieving and they're going through pain? Don't just show them with a prayer. Bring them an offering. Bring them something that says, here, you're going to make it. You're going to get back up. You're going to survive. You're going to thrive. Don't go empty-handed. Bring them a cake. Bring them a pie. Bring them something that says, I'm an avenue of a resource. But God is your source. The Bible said, watch this, that after that, Job lived. After what? After the hell he went through. After the storm he survived. After the trial he had to endure. The Bible said he didn't live another day. He lived 144 years and saw four generations of his children and his children's children Rise up. Y'all better hear me. I came to tell somebody today, God is the source of every resource that is in your life. And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think according to the power that's in your life. Somebody praise the source.
said somebody praise the sword. I said somebody lift your voice and realize the resource might have ran out, but the source happens. Your job might have ended. That was an avenue. But baby, the source ain't broke. 